How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Sports Radio 610 presents Payne and Pendergast. All right, we will uh, we'll get to Bill O'Brien's thoughts on Bryce Young in just a second. Um, DeMar Hamlin, Bill Safety, in critical condition in a Cincinnati hospital after a hit, a tackle, that he had on T. Higgins last night. I'll point out, I noticed this this morning, the Texans sent out an updated media availability calendar for the week. Typically today, Tuesday, is the day that players are made available. A few players are made available via the podium, and then the remainder are made available via open locker room. That's been canceled. So all football-related, and I don't know if that's just the Texans doing it or if it's – I could see that being something that's done around the league today. Um, where teams are just canceling football-related activities based on what happened last night in, in Cincinnati with DeMar Hamlin. But it's, I don't know if it's happened around the league, but the Texans for sure have canceled all player activities for today. Oh, okay. Yeah, um, so. yeah no, no, and this is a time of year, though, too, where guys do get extra days off um, as you're trying to balance just rest versus preparation. Maybe the Texans are going to – maybe the Texans are going to tank the week. Who knows? Who knows? Um, uh, but so uh, one of the one of the theories, uh, and, and we'll get to Bill O'Brien in a second. But just um, one of our listeners had an interesting point to bring to this that we hadn't yet. So the prevailing theory from a lot of medical people is that in in sports, when something like this happens, when you get hit in the chest and you have cardiac arrest, it's due to this occurrence called commodio cordis, which is when you get hit in the chest at a specific moment in the rhythm of your heart, it can cause cardiac arrest. And it's still very rare. It happens 10 to 20 times, most often in youth sports, just because of the the frequency, like the sheer number of kids playing sports in America. Um, But uh, one of our listeners made this point too, which it is kind of freakish. It says why it doesn't happen more often is because the impact has to occur at an extremely specific time in the electrical activity of the heart. We're talking less than a millisecond of a window for it to occur. Um, so it's just it's uh, it's a it's a, a freak deal that happens a couple dozen times uh, a year in the U.S. Mm. It's it's happened in pro sports before. The soccer player that we referenced, Erickson, uh, came back and played played. Uh, EPL was it EPL again? Yeah, I played at a high level again, um, and then but there or, or sometimes it's fatal. So we just uh, we don't know at this point other than that he seems to be stable and uh, in critical care. Yeah, yeah. I think the the medical people who've commented on this from the news that's trickled out about this have said these are these are good bits of news that come out that they they've they've restored his vitals. It was only nine minutes of CPR, not a longer period of time. Obviously, it's no guarantee of anything, but they. The people you and I have been reading and following, Seth, have said those are good bits of news. Doesn't guarantee anything, but that's, you know, hopefully the possession arrow is pointed 
in the right direction here. Um, Bill O'Brien did a press conference before the Sugar Bowl and was asked about Bryce Young. And Bryce Young, who is one of the more decorated players, both for on the field and off the field, decorated with things like the Heisman Trophy for his on-the-field performance, decorated with things like massive NIL deals for his personality off the air. We see him in Dr. Pepper commercials, by God. Um, Bill O'Brien was asked about Bryce Young balancing his on- and off-the-field endeavors, and here's what the Alabama and former Alabama OC and former Texans head coach had to say. I think that's a great question. Uh, that's a question that I get asked a lot, um, you, you know, from people that I know and in, in respect. And, and, you know, the one thing that I'll tell you about Bryce is he's the same guy every day. He's a very consistent guy. And you're exactly right. He's probably the first player in the history of college football to actually go through what he's going through relative to NIL and all the things that have come into the college game. And I think he's handled it incredibly well. Um, I, I think the way that he's been able to balance, I mean, he just graduated in three years. That's incredible with, with a, a fantastic GPA. Um, and, and to do what he's done on the field and to, to represent the University of Alabama, the top football program, in my opinion, over the last you know, 16 years in the, pro, in the, in the country is, is just an incredible uh, testament to who he is as a person. So I think he's done a great job. Um, and the most important thing, and I tell this to young players all the time, if you watch Bryce, he's a very consistent person. He's not an up-and-down person. He's the same guy every day. He's very positive. He's great in the meetings. He's awesome on the practice field. And obviously in the games, he's a very uh, you know, productive, excellent player. So uh, it's been great to watch that over the last two years. All right. So that is the, uh, the scouting report from Bill O'Brien. <laughs> All right, the the only issue I have with that is that sounded like a whole lot of smart, tough, dependable, but not necessarily, hey, let's talk about the football side of things. GAF, good at football. <laughs> now, the question, to be fair, was about how he handled, how Bryce Young has handled the NIL correctly. Yeah, yeah the balancing Correct. of the on Correct. and off the field. Yeah, right. so, I mean, that's, a, that's the, the vein of how he was answering sure. on that side of it. Um, graduated in three years. Mm-hmm. Check that box off in terms of with I worry about that more with quarterbacks and defensive linemen. Uh, so uh, the fantastic GPA. He now he, he wasn't like Josh Dobbs was. What was it? Was it was it actual rocket science? He was an engineer. He was an engineering major of some sort. And I want to say it was like rocket science engineering yeah. or something. They were talking about it on the broadcast the other night and. Um, like Josh Dobbs was like us. Sometimes that's a little too smart. Uh, like, okay, I don't, I don't need the engineers out here. I need, uh, I need a well-rounded guy. I'm just joking, to all the engineers out there. Just you know what, you guys know what I'm talking about. Sure. Like the guys that are book smart but don't necessarily can't make it transfer to the football fields. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, he he majored in psychology, mm. much like another notable Houston sports figure, Ooh. AJ Hinch. Okay. Mm. Yeah. Hmm. Not afraid to bend the rules a little bit either, I see. Also, (laughs) (laughs) well, yeah, he knows that, you know, reality is a construct. You're not not trying. Yeah, and uh, look, I I think that uh, I I would also, I'd love to get Bryce Young to sit down and, you know, you know, these highfalutin Fraser Crane type of psychologists. Psychologists, they they drink sherry and they sit next to a fire, uh, and then I'd like to get them to analyze Bill O'Brien for us. So uh, we could <laughs> yes. sit down in our oh, tweed jackets dude, and dude. discuss Hell, the case oh, study that is Bill dude, O'Brien. You know, if he gets drafted, one of the shows or more is going to get him at training camp at some point. We got to ask yeah. an O'Brien question for sure. 
For sure. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, you know, like, Bryce, uh, Sean, <laughs> need I remind you that he graduated in three years with a degree in psychology? I seem to recall uh, something about that. I think yes. he'll be able to tactfully answer that without burning any Bill O'Brien bridges. Probably, so. probably. Um, you know what? It's the, the, what caught my ear at the very beginning of that cut was it, play it again, Ben. I think that's a great question. Uh, that's a question that I get asked a lot. Um, you, you know, from people that I know in in respect. Bingo. And, and- is Nick Casario a person that Bill O'Brien knows and respects? I would say yes. Yeah. There's been there haven't been any reports that those two don't get along or anything. Right. It's not right. like yeah. I think that Bill O'Brien. Well, like we know Bill O'Brien was at least here when they tried to get <laughs> Nick Wright and that Nick Casario, that caper. <laughs> Nick. Nick Nick Casario and Nick Wright. <laughs> Bill O'Brien, big Nick Wright fan. No, uh, Bill O'Brien was here and presumably part of the caper. As I like to call it, the yeah. caper that they tried to pull. Like trying to steal, it was like trying to steal your rival high school's goat mascot. You were gonna, you were gonna wrap Casario up in a blanket and put him in a van and speed off in the middle of the night at a highly attended event at the owner's house. Nick Casario's been abducted, abducted by somebody in a Dodge Caravan. Oh. It was a, it was a bald man and a and a gruff Massachusettsian uh, sh- yelling at each other, oh. driving away from the scene. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what is somebody from Massachusetts called? Uh, oh, a- I don't know. That's a good question. I, I, I have no idea. <laughs> um, well, some would say a mass hole. <laughs> yeah, that's the old. Uh, yeah. If he's got a if he's got a dirty lax hat yeah. and a sleeveless vest, that's a, a mass hole. My that's friends. right. That's yeah. right. Um, I'll for an answer. You were kidding. <laughs> Thank you, sir. <laughs> Good job, Ben. Shocking uh, that uh, shocking that Boston of all cities would choose a sport to to love and embrace that is um, remarkably. Uh, monochromatic yeah right 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 <laughs> we like hockey and we like what else do we like we like lacrosse lacrosse tennis because my, my nephew Chaz can get a scholarship Chaz. super easy <laughs> yeah. yeah fitzy my nephew fitzy um yeah all right uh trailer we're gonna get a lot of these questions for the next really the next few months but so let's start to tackle some of these when we get bryce when we do bryce young cj stroud segments uh trailer will and frame text page Zero five four four. What do you make of Bryce Young and Kyler Murray comparisons? I think that Kyler Murray is a more talented physical specimen, uh, but not the quarterback that Bryce Young is. And I don't think Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray was what people were afraid Pat Mahomes would be in terms of actual football acumen. Where Kyler Murray, in a lot of ways, doesn't really seemingly have progressed on as a quarterback, like as a passer, as an NFL passer, whereas Pat Mahomes obviously totally has. Yes. Um, but they both came from like simplistic air raid schemes and systems where quarterbacks really don't have to do a whole lot of thinking. And, um, and that's like there's no other way to put it. Like the, those air raid schemes, there's not a whole lot of – intellectual stuff going on and when it comes to quarterbacking pat mahomes was like and i remember people talking about this like pat mahomes in comparison to deshaun watson coming out it was like it was like einstein versus you know a sophomore in high school deshaun had just deshaun really 
just had, had really started to learn a lot of the finer aspects of reading defenses and everything. And Pat Mahomes hadn't been challenged that way. So when he got stuck with or, or paired with Andy Reid, he learned it very, very well. Um, so Kyler Murray is not the same football mind that I think Bryce Young is. And I think Bryce Young, especially after working with Bill O'Brien, no matter how you feel about Bill O'Brien, various quarterbacks like Ryan Fitzpatrick would tell you that he really learned how to be a different type of quarterback with um, with Bill O'Brien because they, they ask a lot intellectually of their quarterbacks. So I think Bryce Young is going to be a more advanced and NFL-ready football mind than Kyler Murray was. I agree with you. The tongue-in-cheek thing to say about Bryce Young is, well, of course take him number one. He overcame having Bill O'Brien as his OC. I'm with you. I, I think having Bill O'Brien... For a college kid looking to get to the NFL, you can say you know, yeah. there's, a, there's a lot good and bad you can say about O'Brien. Um, but I think for Bryce Young, generally, I'm guessing having Bill O'Brien as his OC was a good thing for his development. Yeah. And I think this is something, too, that maybe gets glossed over because it's not as easy a narrative if you, if you talk about this aspect of Bill O'Brien and Deshaun Watson. It's that I think Deshaun, Deshaun very much liked – Bill O'Brien's scheme and what it could, what the weaponry that allowed a quarterback to kind of have complete command. And he was really starting to master it when, unfortunately, the team also decided to let Bill O'Brien be not just Deshaun Watson's mentor, but also the general manager. And everything went uh, askance, obviously. So I think that um, Bryce Young's time with Bill O'Brien. Will have prepared him for the NFL much, much better than Kyler Murray's time in, in college prepared him for the NFL. In some ways, you know, the, the, as long as we're bringing up Kyler Murray, he's an interesting one because I think Arizona is one of the more intriguing teams heading into this offseason. They're going to be picking very high in the draft, too. They're right there yeah. in the top five with the Texans. And I'm not saying go draft a quarterback. They're pot committed to Kyler Murray. But we know the pairing of Kyler Murray and Cliff Kingsbury was born out of what you talked about, Seth, a seeming marriage of scheme. In retrospect, yeah. was that the worst thing that could have happened to Kyler Murray? Worst one, yeah, one hundred percent worst. Um, and I and I think that honestly, I I would not be surprised. I'll say it that way. If like this whole not the whole thing about Kyler Murray needing to spend more time in film and everything, that's that's great. Except that I don't know if I don't know if Kling's, Cliff Kingsbury actually knows what to look for in four hours of extra film work when it comes to executing an NFL offense. Um, there are a lot of things that offense seemingly does that are very college And I know he tried to change it and tweak it and make it more pro-ready, but when it comes to predefined reads and a lot of things, like he does not ask or expect much of his quarterbacks. And I think – and I think it's because he doesn't know how to teach it or how to expect anymore. Like it's a, they've got to. You're never going to find out what you actually have in Kyler Murray until you give somebody who can actually uh, test him and challenge him and and teach him what to look for and put him in a scheme where it actually matters. Where being an intelligent quarterback can actually help or hurt. If Cliff Kingsbury gets fired, what's yeah. his next move? What do you think Cliff Kingsbury's next job is? After College he- OC, and he'll be really good at it. College OC at a Power Five school where he puts in his stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what he was going to be before he took the Arizona job. He was going to be the OC at USC. Yeah. And, I mean, honestly, like, and that's not an insult. I, I know it's not, I'm, I guess I'm insulting Cliff Kingsbury when it comes to being an NFL coach. When it comes to being a college coordinator, there is that certain – you've got certain challenges, which is, A, 
Um, limited time with your players. You're very strict about how much time you can actually spend with those guys. And then B, limited maturity level, intelligence level, and everything compared to NFL players. Like your average college player isn't as smart as your average NFL player, just on average, you know. Uh, and they can't absorb or do as much. So it's a little bit of wasted. There's some wasted time and energy if you try to get too complex in offense. Now, now and, and, and also to be fair to college coaches too, a lot of the stuff that they do in the, the option game and there is way more complex than anything they, they do in the NFL game. It's just they're different worlds, and I don't think Cliff Kingsbury has adapted to it well. You know who should hire him? Texas A&M. Texas A&M should hire him. That's the big criticism of Jimbo Fisher is that Jimbo Fisher still wants to be the guy running the offense, but he's the head coach. He's not very good at splitting both of these things. I think Kingsbury would be good for recruiting. I think King, Kingsbury's coached today and before. He was there when, when Johnny Manziel was there. Yeah. Um, I think him – and he'd probably get a huge payday because they're stuck with Jimbo Fisher – so you're going to have to spend a little more money to enhance what you got already with Jimbo Fisher. The question would be, would Jimbo step aside as the offensive play caller to let a guy who would be the face of the offense? It would Jimbo would be now the C, a true CEO at that point. But I, that would make a lot of sense. Kingsbury's got Texas roots. Um, he can get the most elite of elite athletes. He'd be an OC in the SEC, which is a good pathway back to being a head coach somewhere someday. That. I'm sure that's been written on some Reddit board or message board on texags.com. So before you come at me saying, yeah, Sean, uh, Aggiehead6969 already proposed that on this thread right here. He's um, a good one, that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just know that I don't hang out he's on any the, of those message boards. He was in the, uh, the, 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 the Yell Squad, I know. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Good guy, good guy. Hey, by the way, somebody mm. from uh, – we'll have to talk to Lopez about this at the, at the toss, that yeah. midnight yell. Yeah. I know we've talked about it before, and every now and then a video comes out, and uh, and they you know they make fun of it and everything. But I gotta I gotta find out about the corniness of these jokes. If it's and, like uh, an intentional thing, if it's, I think it is. Yeah, yeah. I think it's I think it's intentionally corny. Yeah, yeah. We'll ask him during the toss. That yeah. and I want to run my uh, revolutionary Kingsbury for OC at A and M idea by him and see what he says about that. All right, Payne and Pendergast with you on a uh, Tuesday. We'll keep you updated. No new news on DeMar Hamlin, the Bills' safety. Still in critical condition after suffering cardiac arrest last night on the field in a Monday night football game. Um, Up next, uh, the Colts, the Texans' opponent this weekend is the Colts. Uh, Does their quarterback situation actually play into the Texans' hands when it comes to the number 1 overall pick? And was a Colt opponent out of bounds by doing snow angels next to a fallen Nick Foles? We will... Get to that. The Colts head coach weighed in on that. We'll get to that next. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. (laughs) Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. 
Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Sports Radio 610 presents Payne and Pendergast. Payne and Pendergast with you on a Tuesday. Um, next segment, we'll talk to John Lopez and Landry Locker. Find out what they got going on on In the Loop. Been a while since we hung with the fellas in a 945 segment, so looking forward to that. Um, Nick Foles is done for the season for the Colts. There may be some of you out there that didn't even realize Nick Foles is playing for the Colts because of where we are with this season. He will, he will miss the game on Sunday against the Texans. Uh, Sam Ellinger is going to get the start. I think that's – if you're someone who's rooting for the Texans to get the number one overall pick, I think that's good news. I think Nick Foles stinks, and I think Sam Ellinger is not great – but he at least brings a wild card element to him. And probably he's trying to prove a few things in this game. The play that got Nick Foles knocked out was a sack by Kayvon Thibodeau in the 38-10 route of the Colts on Sunday by the New York Giants. After the play was over, Kayvon Thibodeau on the sack hit Nick Foles right in the ribs, like just destroyed and pulverized him. And Nick Foles is down on the field on his back writhing in pain. Kayvon Thibodeau went straight from like having sacked him to rolling over and starting to do snow angels on the field. And he, I don't know if you've seen the video, Seth. Like he's literally doing snow angels. <laughs> it's like they're laying in a bed together. And Kayvon Thibodeau is doing snow angels, and Nick Foles is writhing as if his spleen just exploded right next yeah. to him. It's a bad look. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And uh, I, I, it's funny, though, too, because I feel like. When Kayvon Thibodeau, when there was all the chatter about him before the draft, people worried that he wasn't uh, concerned enough about football and, you know, being a badass defensive lineman and everything. Uh, whereas this is, uh, I feel like this is a little bit back into the old school of uh, a defensive lineman, like a, like a Deacon Jones, just uh, acting like, yeah, of course I'll be gleeful over injuring a quarterback. That's what I'm paid to do, is it not? Okay, do we think... Uh, no, I don't think Deacon Jones would have done snow, uh, snow angels, I don't think. But, uh, but yeah, okay. We're going to hear from Jeff Saturday in a second on what he thought of Thibodeau's celebration. Yeah. I'll say this, yeah. and, if, if, and for those of you who haven't seen it yet, I, I described it as best I could. Like, Kayvon Thibodeau sacks Nick Foles. It's a pretty violent hit, and he immediately rolls over and starts doing snow angels. I'm going to take up for Kayvon Thibodeau. I don't know if he was fully aware that Nick Foles was no. like knocked out for the season type hurt. Yeah, that's um I, I think that the the one thing that he may have known though was him doing the sleeping celebration on the sideline. He did his hands on the oh, side like he was sleeping. Oh, like, wow. The snow angel, I didn't think it was a big deal because it's kind of in the heat of the moment. You don't know if a guy got hurt or not. Same way, 
The same way, you know, it annoys you when a guy gets a sack, like a strip sack, and gets up and starts celebrating the sack while the ball is still <laughs> yes. b- bouncing around. You're like, dude, you could be recovering the fumble. Yes. What are you doing? Yes. Um, I felt I put it in that same regard. Like the guy's more interested in celebrating uh, than actually anything else in the in the world. He did the the sleep thing on the sideline. Oh, okay. That's we're not. Yeah, that's not next happy level. about that. That's next level. Now, you know, there's an Arkansas player that did that in the Arkansas-Kansas bowl game that I uh, I immediately went after Clint Sterner for that. I'm like, hey, Sterner, go get your boy over here, man. Go get your guy. He's doing the go-to-sleep thing uh, because they just knocked out. He, he just knocked out a wide receiver. And that's go-to-sleep thing, and it sounds Thibodeau similar, um, that's not an in-the-moment thing. If he's over on the sidelines, he's had time to think about it and observe that Nick Foles needs to be scooped off the turf with a spatula. Because like, you remember when – remember when – and I felt like Travis Johnson got way unfair scrutiny over this one. But Oh, yeah. When Travis Johnson was pursuing on a play and the Kansas City quarterback – It was Trent Green. He was playing for Miami at the time. Oh, that's right. That's right. It was Trent yep. Green. Um, Trent Green – tried to block Travis by, like, cutting him, by taking his legs out. And Trent Green learned very quickly that Travis's legs are uh, immovable objects if you're just a piddly little quarterback. And he knocked himself out cold. So Travis, Travis, after a quarterback, like, in a very dirty fashion, tried to take out his knees with what would today be a peelback block, a cut, a cut peelback block, um, Travis just kind of pointed at him and said, I'm guessing he said something like, that's what you get. And uh, people thought that Travis was just a monster for that. When, in fact, Travis was just, in the, Travis was just uh, at that moment, angry that his knees had almost been taken out. by. Uh, and otherwise, you know, Trent Green had one of those Tom Brady moments where you don't think of him as dirty players, but in that moment he was kind of dirty. And uh, so Travis apologized afterwards and, you know, didn't, didn't make a big deal out of it. But people wanted to paint Travis out as a scoundrel because of it. Dude, Keith Olbermann used to do this thing back when he was – I think he was on Sunday Night Football. I think he was – he was yeah. back when Keith Olbermann was still doing sports. And I got to go find this on YouTube. He did a segment called The Worst Human Being in the World, like, each week. And it <laughs> yeah. was Travis Johnson for standing over, standing over a dead Trent Green on the field and pointing down at him. I got to find it so we can play the audio. I remember that. I was, that was my first year or second year covering the team. I was, it was 07 or 08. And I'll never forget that Travis, Travis got interviewed at his locker and was livid about the whole thing. And then someone from Texans PR came in. If Kevin Cooper's listening, he'll remember this. Um, they dragged Travis away from the media at his locker because Travis was getting ready to say some things that would probably get him in trouble. And Travis cooled off, came back in 10 minutes later, and was answering questions as if he had been lobotomized, as if he, as if he was Jack Nicholson at the end of Cuckoo's Nest, and he's just staring straight ahead, giving generic answers to questions, which you know were not the real answers he wanted to give. It was, it was, it was a scene, man. It was, it was crazy. Here's, here's Jeff Saturday when he was asked. This is uh, Colts interim head coach Jeff Saturday. Uh, he was asked about Nick Foles and Kayvon Thibodeau's subsequent celebration. Kayvon Thibodeau's celebration doing the snow angels on the field. I was just curious how you felt about that. And um, just as a, as a coach and a former lineman, do you, do you wish your own lineman had maybe done a little bit more in that moment to either protect Nick or get him off or just what are your thoughts of that whole situation? 
Yeah, tasteless uh, from the from the celebration afterwards. Just you know, trash. Not a fan of it at all. Um, and uh, yeah, disappointed uh, from 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 the O line perspective, or and for teammates in general. We protect our own man. We, um, I mean, y'all know me, man. I've, I've been here a long time, so you know, I'm not, I'm 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 just going to tread lightly. I, obviously, I didn't like it at all, and that's where I will leave it. So there Wait, you go. That was Foles or Saturday? That was Saturday. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. I had read a tweet from that made it look like like Foles had said that. Oh, that, was like, oh, that was, I, it didn't seem like something Foles would say. No. Um, so yeah, uh, Saturday. Not happy about it. Saturday said there's something we call frontier justice here. But we uh, we dole it out. He uh, was he wasn't happy about the celebration, but he also to me the more yeah no intrig- he wasn't happy about the guys not taking up for yeah, Foles. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, uh, yeah, that was uh, that's interesting, especially as a former know. offensive lineman who was protecting some of the most treasured cargo in the NFL back in the day. Yeah, maybe maybe if I were an offensive lineman, I'd be like, yeah, oh, oh, sorry, Jeff, you wanted to protect Peyton Manning. I get it. That's Nick freaking Foles. Thanks for having him out there, Coach. We had a real shot with him out there. You clown, <laughs> you clown ass. <laughs> okay, you know that's what half of them were thinking. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> Like, oh, sorry we didn't protect Nick Foles, the guy who looked like he didn't even want to be out there. I mean, let's talk about that. Let's talk about the fact that Nick Foles didn't look like he wanted to be out there. I like He looked like he thought he was going to be a practice squad QB for the re- for his entire time there. And that's the dude you're rolling out and you want to – Nick Foles didn't want to protect himself. I watched that dude play the week before. He was like 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 cowering around like a, like a frightened old man out there. Hey, you know, the, the Saturday with your – fourth quarter performance Dude. i'm mad at saturday saturday ruined my dream of coming in and and conning one of these owners into giving me a six he million has, dollar year he's, job he's, by he's, giving him a pep talk he's killed it josh mccown is sitting at home right now throwing his glass of milk at the tv at jeff saturday like Wait, where am i who is this guy he ru- where am i who's this guy that's ruining who's this guy with his with these white walker eyes and this colt hoodie that's ruining my future <laughs> career where am i, I? tell you Wait, where tell am you right i who now. is this guy 79% of all NFL head coaching jobs go to whoever gives the owner the best pep talk. Yes. Because why do you own a football team? You own it for two reasons. Sex and money. Wait, what? <laughs> yeah, yeah, you, you said it better than I was about to say it. I was censoring myself. <laughs> you do it because you want to be a part of the Billionaire Boys Club. Right. And you do it because you've watched a bunch of sports movies. Yeah. And you want a little bit of that feeling. You want a little of that feeling that you had when you were a kid. And you realize, like, oh, I'm a billionaire right, right. now. But it turns out... Turns out a lot of my sexual fantasies, like, I'm actually, like, not allowed to pull off anymore. Um, so this year, because we got cameras everywhere. <laughs> right. So right. at least I could own a football team. So you got to go in and you got to sit that billionaire down and you got to say something like, I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what, Mr. Ursay. You know what? You know what, people? Things aren't, things aren't any different now. They're not any different now than they were when I was a player, back when you were a player. <laughs> You know, in the Wikipedia, wherever he played high school football. Like, back when you were a player playing center for Central Central Indianapolis, wherever, or Central Baltimore, yep. um, like, guys want to believe in something, you know? And when you, get, when you get 53 guys all believing in the same thing, same thing and pulling in the same direction, you've seen it. 
I saw you, I saw you guys do it with Peyton. It's incredible what you can accomplish. And that's just what, you know, we could talk X's and O's all day long. Hey, I could sit here for eight more hours and tell you everything about the game of football that you probably already know. Let's be honest. But what you need is somebody to come in here and lead. And then, boom, bang, you, you guys are out drunk uh, until 3 a.m. Yeah. And you're, you're negotiating extra millions of dollars on your contract. Yeah, yep. and you're losing 38-10 to the New York Giants four weeks later. Dude, Mike McCarthy admitted lying about having watched all of the Cowboys games Dude. to Jerry Jones and admitted it at the press conference. The press conference, that's the best part. He lied! <laughs> he, 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 was, he was sitting there at the dais at the table with the sport <laughs> coat that he wears once a year. Yeah. <laughs> and he once said, every, I once lied. every time he gets hired. Yeah. Oh my God. Oh he my said God. he lied about telling Jerry Jones that he had watched every game of the Cowboys Unbelievable. already. Unbelievable. And he got the job. He did. He totally got the job. Can't wait to see what the Colts do this off season. No way Ballard survives this, right? Is Ballard going to get fired? I don't. Yeah, I wonder if Ballard's at the point where he hopes he gets fired. Maybe, maybe. Yeah. It's um, and that's something you got to think about when it comes to attracting head coaches and GMs. Is and, and look, there are a lot of NFL situations where managing the relationship with the owner takes almost as much energy as managing the the fifty three guys. Yeah. They're all pulling in the same direction, Sean, because uh, because there's some there are some erratic ones out there. And you got to feel like, okay, if I have a plan, am I going to have the support and the consistency for at least a few years until I can get my feet underneath me and and have some independence here where this guy's not going to sabotage me? All right, Brandon Cooks, we'll get into this in the last segment, um, and then we'll talk to the guys on In the Loop. Brandon Cooks was asked about um, how tough this season has been for him and said some very ironic things given, given some of Brandon Cooks' behavior early in this, earlier in the season. We will get to that final segment next. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. When it comes to air quality, the bad news is that wildfires and air pollution have really degraded the quality of our air. But the good news is that we are all realizing that the quality of our air, especially our indoor air, is really darn important. In 30 minutes, Puro Air will remove allergens, dust, smoke, and gases from your room. It uses a stronger type of filter called HEPA-14, and it filters pollutants at a microscopic level. Check out everything Puro Air has to offer at GetPuroAir.com. That's G-E-T-P-U-R-O-A-I-R.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly, beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Live from the Twin Peaks studios, Sports Radio 610 presents Payne and Pendergast. In a tough season for the Houston Texans, for a lot of guys, Brandon Cooks was asked about that following the 
Texans 31-3 loss to the Jacksonville Jaguars on Sunday. Here's the Texans wide receiver. Has this been one of the toughest years no for you personally? No question. No question. No question. I mean, I, I've been fortunate and blessed to be a part of, you know, multiple teams, uh, you know, winning teams. And um, it's definitely been a test, um, you know. Uh, but, you know, it's one of the things as a man i got to continue to push. But I'd be lying and, and if I told you that this wasn't a fr- my most frustrating year. But I'm trying to also lead, you know, the best way that I can. I'm human. Uh, but we got some young guys on this team that's going to be special in this league. So I'm trying to be a, the best example that I can. But at the same time, you know, we human. We have our moments. But never, you know, you got to continue to show up, go to work. Um, that's what I've always been doing. That's what our players been doing and doing what we asked to do. Except for that time I didn't show up for work. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, you gotta, you know, show you gotta show up for work and do your job. And except for the times where you decide to not show up, yeah. you're sad. But I, when that one time I was sad, so I didn't. And then coach was a meanie and said I couldn't play. And then I had my captaincy stripped. My C. I wonder if Laramie Tunsil ever walks past. Uh, if I were Laramie <laughs> Tunsil, I would just like wear my sh- my game jersey around, All over. and I'd like walk past. I'd walk past Brandon Cook's uh, uh, locker and be like, look down at it. I'd like caress. I'd caress the C or- uh, while I stare while I stare at Brandon. Be like you sit there, you sit in the corner, Brandon. I'm gonna caress your C or, or sew a C into every article of clothing that you have. <laughs> <laughs> be dazzled on some of them. Would, like they light that up. That would only be like yeah. That would only be if you didn't like if they didn't like each other. Right, I'm guessing right. they like each other just fine. I'm I guessing. wonder if it was uncomfortable enough. If I were Brandon Cooks in that situation, uh, and, and like I were going to take some personal responsibility for it, and I'd imagine that he has. He probably figures like, eh, I probably should have showed up to work that day. But uh, even though I was upset, even if I even if I feel justified in being upset, I should have showed up to work. Um, I wonder if Brandon Cooks like it. If I were Brandon Cooks, because I could totally see myself. Sean, I don't know. If, uh, Sean, I could see myself losing my temper uh, in for various situations. I would. Uh, I think at some point you'd have to go up to Larry and be like, "Hey, man, I get it. Like, no hard feelings. Just so you know, okay, I'm not going to be glaring at you when you're uh, when you're giving captain speeches mm-hmm, or anything, mm-hmm. dreaming and wondering about how I I had it first, jogging out for exciting things like the coin toss. Yeah, yeah. Good Brandon stuff. wrote it instead, or did he write? Did he write? Uh, did he write a a, a a rap song about it? Titled, I hit it first. Talking well, about the, 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 <laughs> the captaincy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, okay. What do you What do you make of this with Brandon Cooks? Did, I don't know if you saw on Twitter last night. I didn't. I don't follow Brandon Cooks on Twitter. It was It was brought to my attention by Oh Tyler Miller. Ty, Tyler Milner sent me sent me the tweet. Brandon Cooks, whose Twitter timeline, Seth. If you go back for the last month, and I didn't go back any further because I didn't feel like it. But it's ninety percent Bible verses and philosophical Jack Easterby tripe. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. stuff you'd see on a motivational poster or in Ecclesiastes, like that, that type of stuff. Yeah. <clears throat> out of nowhere, very little football, very little football. Out of nowhere, last night, he tweets, two great teams being led by two great coaches from two different elite coaching trees. This one should be a fun one tonight. Many tweets after that. Tonight, when it comes down to the wire – both teams will have to take on the identity of the leader of the organization, non-player, which is Zach and McDermott. Love these type of matchups. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> that Never is, tweets about football. Yeah, that is politicking. That is nice. Yeah, I like it. Okay. We're going to have to monitor this about all the, the various primetime matchups and everything. We'll what is Brandon Cook through. saying on Twitter? During the playoffs, dude, can you imagine what he's going to be like during the playoffs trying to campaign to get on all these teams?
Let's see. Who's Thursday night football this week? I don't know if they have one. I don't think there is one because it's week 18. Get close to the end of the season. There's and, two, oh, yeah, because it's – There's two well, Saturday no, games. I mean, there'd be no, there would be no Monday night game. That makes sense. But Thursday night, it seems like you could keep on having them. Well, keep that, on chucking I along don't believe them. they are. I believe uh, – No, there isn't one. Yeah. Cowboys and Titans was the, the final one Last of the season. one for Amazon. All right, so there's two Saturday games. Yeah. Chiefs and the Chiefs and the Raiders. Oh, he can say nice things about those guys. Absolutely, for sure. I mean, he played with Josh McD- He played for Josh McDaniels, mm-hmm. right? Yes, he yeah. did. Yeah, he sure did. And uh, the battle for the AFC South: Titans and Jaguars is the Saturday night game. That's going to be fun. Titans and Jags Saturday night in Jacksonville for the uh, for the if the Titans the show up. I don't know if the Titans will feel the squad for that. Josh Dobbs is starting in a row. Yeah, I like Josh Dobbs. I don't know. There's something about the the rocket science talk and all that other. There's something about his. He's got a freakishly symmetrical face. I feel like I've been drawn into him almost. He does. You know, I'm like that too. With another guy, he's having a quietly really good year, by the way. Stefan Gilmore. Stefan Gilmore, I've always submitted, looks like um, actual Jesus. Yeah. There's something about him when you look at his pictures where you're like, okay. I think I think that might actually be what Jesus looked like. He's got like a perfectly symmetrical face, and then like these soft eyes. <laughs> like I feel like it, like almost like an aura around him. Mm-hmm. And I and I I feel like I should I should follow him. He should tell me what to do and uh, instruct me on how to live my life. You are also a big fan of the visage of Jonathan Owens as well. <laughs> Jonathan Owens has a little bit, not of a. Jonathan Owens is just a good-looking dude. Yeah. Like, uh, Stefan Gilmore, I'm more like, I think he might, I think that might look like Jesus. Um, like, because nobody knows exactly what Jesus looked like. We all have that. You got the picture that they put up in your church, which is, for some reason, people desperately need to believe that that's actually it's what Jesus looked like. It's been carried down through the <laughs> ages. Some guy from, like, 1600 decided that's what Jesus looked like. Yep. you're like, yeah, totally. That guy that looks like me, that's Jesus. <laughs> I think Stefan Gilmore is closer to it. If you really look within yourself... And you really like they're gonna be judge it and be like, okay, wait a second. No, I think Stefan Gilmore is. I think he's the one. This was random player, Stefan Gilmore, huh? <laughs> no, I don't know. That. <laughs> that's, that's why he's that's so wild. good. And he's been unfairly judged and uh, and moved about and <laughs> tossed to and fro. Similarly, he's like on yes. a one year deal with the. I think he's on a one year deal with the Colts. He is. He, I, I know he's on the Colts. Steph- yeah, yeah. He's weird though. He's another guy that'll have. He'll have like three years where he looks like the best player ever played, and then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, <laughs> he's awful. Yeah. So you just don't know. Yep. Yeah. Doesn't he's have not to as consistent paid. as actual Jesus. No. So no. why was I talking about Stefan Gilmore? Uh, because we were talking about. Oh man, why are you going to do this to me? We we're talking about Brandon Cooks. Um, we were talking about. Uh, oh, the 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 um the Raiders play the Chiefs. The Titans. Oh, Josh Dobbs. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> His so symmetrical face. So- that's the worst segment face. ever. <laughs> well, he's got alopecia, but because of the alopecia, you talk about turning a weakness into a strength. Right. It turns out alopecia, where you don't have any body hair, doesn't isn't nearly as perhaps disruptive if you have a perfectly symmetrical face. Because <laughs> you're like, okay. oh wow, I could actually, if uh, if the guy didn't have alopecia, I might not be appreciating this right now. I'm alopreciating this the <laughs> symmetry of his okay, face. That was terrible. <laughs> Raving. <laughs> that was awful. <laughs> you're terrible. <laughs> but listen, seriously though, back to Josh McDaniels. I, I, I think he deserves a lot of credit. I want somebody I, to ask Josh Dobbs this. How do you feel about turning a weakness into a strength? And he's going to be like, what do you mean? And they're going to be like, you're alopecia. Why have I turned that into a strength? Well, Seth Payne thinks you're really good looking. He alopreciates. 
<laughs> the symmetry of your face. No, but but as far as Josh McDaniels goes, Josh, I went back and uh, I watched that game, the Raiders versus the 49ers. Yeah, and good Stidham, game. man, uh, people were crushing McDaniels for, for benching Carr and playing Stidham. Stidham might be the one, man. He's- Stidham might be the guy that dozens of players have been drafted to try to replace like the non-first-round Tom Brady. He might be the guy, man. He is. He might be the guy. He is shooting to the top of the Pendergast bridge quarterback for the Texans charts. Oh, dude. He's got history with Casario. He, he's a free agent. He's a free agent, but, I mean, can you imagine if the, can you imagine if the Raiders franchise tag Jared Stidham? But, <laughs> yes. Uh, like, seriously. <laughs> yes, I can. I, <laughs> you totally can't imagine. Can. This is a guy that traded away Jake Cutler right. and drafted Tim Tebow. Right. That's Josh McDaniels yes, for I totally you. can Cutler, see Nah, we'll try Orton and Tebow. Yeah. See how that works out instead. Boom. Yeah. So, uh, what was he? A fourth round pick. He looked, he was, he's very mobile. Yeah. It's like he was extending plays, but he was also pinpoint accurate and very calm, cool, and collected in the pocket. He's got the, he's not prototype height. He's like six foot two, but Stidham looked good in that game versus a very, very good San Francisco 49ers. I don't think this was as simple as the 49ers taking it easy or relaxing too much because like the pass rush was bringing it. Yeah. The pass rush was coming hard and Stidham was handling it with a plum. He made throws. No doubt. No doubt. John Lopez is here. John, happy new year. It's good to see you. Happy new year to both of you guys. It's fantastic to see you. You got me thinking about what Jesus really looked like. Yeah. Well, uh, probably all skin. The- Tackle that topic for the uh, next for the uh, next four olive hours. Olive skinned. Yeah. Uh, Jared Stidham, by the way, a little uh, tidbit of information that you guys may know, but others might not. Another connection to Houston, Tad Brown's son-in-law. He is. He's Tad Brown's son-in-law. Yeah. Absolutely. So yeah. former Rockets president, yep. Tad Brown. I just saw Tad a few games ago at the, when the Sixers were in town. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, he's uh, he, he, is, he has ties to Houston. I hope you guys had a great Christmas and New Year. It's great to be back. Yeah, yeah. That was a scene last night, though. Have you ever seen anything like that last night? Uh, no. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I, I've seen very similar things. Uh, I remember Chucky Mullins, uh, Ole Miss. People don't remember oh, him, yeah. but he ended up dying from his injury. Yep. yep. Uh, Derek Sting, uh, Daryl Stingley. Um, Derek's you know, grandfather. Yeah, believe, yeah. Right? Back, back in the day. Those were the two that came to mind, mm-hmm. were Chucky Brown, who some people might want to Google that. <laughs> Uh, horrific, horrific. They thought he died on the field too. Yep. Uh, but ended up dying about a year or two later. Uh, the, but that's the closest. Uh, never seen anything like it. Um, and it just boggles my mind that it immediately becomes a competition of tweets. Uh, oh. You know, you know, it just becomes a competition of tweets. Uh, you know, more than than just the, the logical thing uh, of what we want to talk about here. But yeah, uh, I had a great holiday, man. I'm I'm, I'm Happy to be back. I'm ready buzzing, to go. Ready to go. Raring to go. Did you catch any fish while you were out? I had a, a good day. Not as good as the last one, but a good day. And it was great to be out on the water. I really just did a lot of stuff around the house. Caught up. You know, it was little projects that I wanted to get to. With You're the in new a new place. house. Yeah, yeah. Little projects I wanted to get to. Did a lot of uh, driving around with the family. Saw my grandbaby a lot. So it was re- excellent, excellent, excellent. Let me ask you this real quick. Because mm-hmm. we were talking about, in a segment earlier, we, we stumbled upon Cliff Kingsbury as a topic. And I... We figure he's going to get fired after the year, and I asked Seth, what do you think his next job will be? And Seth said that he thinks probably college OC, which I think is the right answer. Bring him. To Texas A&M. Sure. Okay. Sure. That was my proposal. That was my specific proposal. I, I would rather have Garrett Riley, but uh, the TCU You keep your greasy mitts off my son's alma mater's OC. Uh, no. <laughs> James, if you're listening, I, I choose not. Lopez. I choose not to. I choose not to keep my greasy mitts off him. Uh, but yeah, we're excited. Nice to see uh, Landry again. Everybody's got that energy. It's 2023. It's the year of the loophole. Um, people might think it's the year of the rabbit. 
It's the year of the loophole. It's the year of the loophole. I'm guessing we'll find out why in the next several <laughs> oh, minutes. Sure. Actually, uh, all uh, kinds of stuff to cover, but uh, yeah. yeah, that would be one thing. Big day. Good to have you back. Good to see you guys. Seth, antibodies to you, my friend. Antibodies to you, and um, and uh, and hopefully this situation in Buffalo ends up being a, a happy Positive. story. Yep, absolutely. DeMar Hamlin, we'll keep you up to speed on it here on Sports Radio 610 all day long. John, Le- John Lopez, Landry Locker, Figgy Fig. They're up next. Stop laughing, Ben. We'll be back here tomorrow at 6 a.m. Until then, have a great day, everybody. Jared Stidham, he knows the system. He's been steeped in the system like a bag of tea. So we're going to teabag his way to glory. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.